Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 535. And Fleetwood Mac with Max and Nagel on Rock 102. Um, Kind of sunny. Could see some rain showers throughout the day with a high of 78. Tomorrow, more of the same with a high of 75. It is 54 right now in downtown Springfield. <coughs> you all right? Yeah, excuse me. What's going on there? I don't know. Just coughing up on something. All About right. to say something and boom. I thought I'm coughing. Uh, hey, listen. Scott Cohen will be joining us a little bit later on today. Yeah. Uh, we'll also talk about a number of other things, like sailing on the high seas of the Connecticut River. Yes. What about the uh, what about the keyword to cash? We're done with it. What? I know. It's over? It's over. Oh, man. I didn't even get to celebrate. Sure you did. You celebrated on Friday on the, uh, right. on the Lady B. So uh, there's that and lots of other stuff to talk about this morning. It's 536 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Springfield's classic rock is everywhere. Rock102.com. Oh! Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. It's 550 and Van Halen with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Going to be a mix of sun and clouds today. Could see a chance of a thunderstorm uh, throughout the day. High is 78 tomorrow. More of the same with a high of 75. It is 54 right now in downtown Springfield. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well to the pump and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. The uh, the Bonnaroo Festival. Did you go? No, I had other plans. Well, the Bonnaroo uh, Festival just wrapped up yesterday, and if you're wondering what it was like, for some people, it was like being in a car crash. <laughs> well, I would say train wreck, but whatever. Uh, earlier in the weekend, Bonnaroo had to tell attendees with Apple phones to turn off that new feature called crash detection mode, which was calling 911 accidentally on a person's behalf. If you haven't seen those super dramatic Apple ads, crash detection mode is supposed to recognize when a fall or accident has happened. It asks you if you're okay, and if you don't respond, it'll notify emergency services. It's unclear what was happening that made Apple think there had been a crash, but it was probably the moshing, the stage diving, and the aggressive dancing. So how many yeah. times yeah. were ambulances called out? Uh, it was like over 150 calls that <laughs> that that they had 911 services, yeah. AI 911 calls. And, because, of co- and of course, yeah. you know, after the first 50, they probably stopped responding in case it was an actual emergency. Yeah. In any event, no one at Bonnaroo wants the cops hanging around, right? That's Unnecessarily. True. So they asked everyone to deactivate the feature. Uh, as far as we know, it didn't cause too many problems, though. It was just like an influx of these calls coming into the call yeah. center. No problems unless you're a 911 dispatcher. Yeah. Can you turn off your Apple crash detection mode? Yeah, man. I'll totally do that. Where do I find that? Let me just take a dive into this big pit first. Yes. <laughs> on stage. All right. Go into settings, then to go to general, then scroll down. No, thanks. Yeah. Take uh, my chances. In case you didn't know, Michael Sarah and Aubrey Plaza briefly dated around the time they did Scott Pilgrim vs. the World together back in 2010, but they didn't want to be considered partners or future exes. They had bigger plans. Michael says they once drove through Las Vegas and almost took a detour to find an Elvis-type chapel to get a marriage certificate. 
He says the idea was that then to get a divorce right away so we could call each other my ex-husband and my ex-wife at like 20 years old. What a bunch of weirdos. No kidding. Well, I guess uh, you play the Hollywood game if you're in Hollywood. Hey, you know what? Let's get this paparazzi talking and get married and then get divorced. <laughs> in fact, the quicker we get divorced, the better the story. Uh, yeah. Here's a new one. With the increase of artificial intelligence, the Grammys came out with a new rule that only humans are eligible for awards. The Academy says, quote, a work that contains no human authorship is not available, is not eligible in any category. What about a monkey? Could yes. a monkey be nominated? Like I'd, the like the, uh, the the orangutan and uh, every which way but loose? That would be something to see. I thought that monkey yeah. was a great actor. He was. He was a uh, he could have he could have won an Oscar. Between him and Ruth Gordon, they stole the show. <laughs> the uh, what should call it though? The uh, the AI thing. How many how many artists put music from other artists together that they didn't even create? I mean, all they created by taking samples and putting it together with a with another tune. Well, it's happening more and more. Right, but that's kind of considered. I mean, all it is is a human taking samples and putting them together. Yeah, but you could, but you could say, yeah, they've been making, they've been taking samples forever. Yeah, and putting them together and making music, so it's really no different. Doesn't matter what the source is. Someone has to feed. Someone has to tell AI to do it. Right. Uh, Weird Al Yankovic noticed the abbreviation AI uh, can look like his name, A A L. You know, A A L. Right. If there aren't any periods. And he had some fun with that. He says, quote, Oh, I keep telling them I am human. That wasn't very funny, Al. Stop no, uh, stop just, trying to make jokes like that. He's normally fairly funny. He usually is a very funny guy. I interviewed him once, and I totally blew that big time. You did? Well, you uh, you guys were like, I don't know if you guys were on vacation or something, but he was coming, he was coming to Northampton, and I'm like, well, I'm a huge fan, so at least let me interview the guy. Yeah. And it was like... It was when I was very young, and my heart was an open book. Yeah. <laughs> you know you did. And, and Yeah, I know I did. Yeah, right. Actually, I didn't do any research, and I uh, totally uh, fumbled the whole thing. I never aired it. I deleted it. I should have kept it, though. You should have. I should have. We could be playing it today. Yeah. I asked him some question that was, like, kind of insulting. I did that to <laughs> David Allen Greer, too. What'd you do that for? Well, David Allen Greer called you. Again, you guys were out on vacation, and they yeah. were trying to promote his show at the Hookie Lao. And uh, uh, so I said, yeah, I'll talk to David Allen Greer. And David Allen Greer gets on the phone, and I go, so uh, what have you been doing since Amazon Women on the Moon? Oh, my God. Yeah, yes, that was his <laughs> finest appearance. It was. <laughs> but you don't want to insult the guy. Yeah. Uh, Father's Day, uh, well... I, this this is something we can save for later, I guess. I talking about that thing at the Red Sox game yesterday. Which thing? With the with the dad and the two kids. We're oh, talking yeah, about yeah, a, yeah. the right. video going viral. So we don't have to we don't have to get into that. Uh, if you're a grandparent, you already know this, but for everyone else, Tom Hanks is sharing the simple secret to grandparenting success. And that is. I don't know, make a ton of money and win a bunch of uh, Oscars to say you're the number one grandpa? That'll get the current grandkids to visit. He says, you have to make macaroni and cheese just perfectly. That may seem basic, and it is. Just figure out if they prefer the dry mac and cheese mix or the gooey variety, and if they prefer it to be sticky. He goes on to this whole thing about like how to make mac and cheese. I don't think he's wrong, though. That would bring the kids back for more. 
Isn't it funny how kids have like their own little uh, favorite mac and cheese? Like he's talking about the dry stuff, like the the, the powder stuff yeah. that you add, and then there's the the, the there's like the deluxe, Velveeta sauce, the deluxe version. I'm not a big fan of the deluxe. To me, that feels like glue in your mouth. I, I prefer the old-fashioned uh, throw a cup of uh, your own cheese in there. You know, like Gouda. Uh, yeah. Kids don't like that kind of stuff. Uh, they don't want it to be too fancy. And you know what? The classic craft out of the box. I've never met Still a beaten it. I've never met a kid who created uh, who uh, appreciated a good Asiago cheese. You know what I'm saying? They usually don't. That's that's uh that's at least 19 years older and more. Kim Kardashian had a mouth sore over the weekend. No kidding. Mm-hmm. She must have something to say. Oh, my God. The last time my mouth was this sore was when Ray J gave me his whole bag full of swamp water taffy and that sex tape you can purchase on YouPorn for thirty nine ninety five. There's still salt in it. It's just swamp water taffy. <laughs> Caitlin? Whatever. Got that done and dirty with your mother, Chris Kim, but I once uh, gave her a hot buttered tapioca roll. Uh-huh. A little tuna fondue. What are you trying to say? Fondue. That's it. Tuna fondue. You have to say it right just to get the the effect. What are you trying to say? Well, what I'm trying to say is I once gave her the Russian hamburger. Hamburglar. (laughs) What's a Russian hamburglar? Well, one night after giving her the mayonnaise trombone, she was leaking leaking more special sauce than a paper bag full of smashed Big Macs. You ever squished a Big Mac at the bottom of the bag and see it come out the side? Oh, yeah, no, we've all done. We've all been there. And that is your Hollywood trash. I'll rock what I'll do. Oh, yeah. The Northampton Country Club is selling. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your grilling headquarters, Weber, Big Green Egg, Uni Pizza Ovens, and Traeger Wood Fired Grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Hey, remember last week when the NBA suspended John Morant to the Memphis Grizzlies for 25 games after posting a couple of boneheaded Instagram videos where he's flashing guns around in public? Well, I sure do. I watched those videos for hours. And even though those guns were allegedly just toys, that hardly mattered to the NBA and hardly mattered to the thousands of people who were critical of John Morant for acting like an irresponsible jackass. And among those who were critical was Patriots cornerback Jack Jones. You might recall Jones tweeting at the time, quote, put them guns down and run that money up. Make one of your homies sign up for security or concealed carry if you feel you need it that bad. But you are the breadwinner. You gotta start acting like it. Now, if you ask me, that's some solid advice coming from another professional athlete who knows a thing or two about acting like a responsible, law-abiding citizen. Of course, that was before Jack Jones was arrested at Logan Airport on Friday when a TSA agent discovered not one but two guns found inside his carry-on luggage. Not a toy gun like the one he was criticizing John Morant for playing around with, but two real guns, the kind that shoot real bullets and kill things. Jones is arrested and charged with possession of a sealed weapon in a secure area of an airport, possession of ammunition without an FID card, unlawful possession of a firearm, carrying a loaded firearm, and possession of a large-capacity feeding device, all of which he intended to store in the overhead compartment or beneath the seat in front of him in his carry-on luggage. And this dink wants to give John Morant unsolicited advice on responsible gun ownership? And here I was traveling two weeks ago, worrying that my shampoo bottles were too big to travel with. Listen, I know a lot of people have their own opinions about the Second Amendment, and we can sit here all day and talk about it. But I know of no situation in which you can ask a flight attendant for more ice, a travel pillow, and help to find more space for your guns. 
If I can't wear my shoes to get past security in an airport, I can't imagine that the TSA is going to let you pass with a couple of guns and a backpack. This is why bail was set at $30,000, and I was able to travel at no additional charge. But hey, enough of my yapping. Sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Here's some stuff that you can make with your big green egg. Scallop potatoes. I love those. Pretzels. I like those too. Meat pies. Don't get me started. You thought the big green egg was just a grill? Think again. Those recipes and more available on the Big Green Egg website. Charcoal-filled big green egg from Rocky's, the pinnacle of outdoor cooking. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 613 and Journey with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Mix of sun and clouds. Could see a chance of a shower or two throughout the day. High of 78 tomorrow. Rainy with a high of 75. It's 54 right now in downtown Springfield. So uh, Friday, you may have uh, heard us talking about that we were having a staff outing. You know, yes. Occasionally, the, the, the boss likes to kind of... You know, just to say, hey, uh, lunch is on me, and then we go out and we have fun. No, no, no. Staff outing is when we take an employee and then out them for all their faults and uh, and misgivings. <laughs> I mean, that's that comes with it. That's yeah. not the sole purpose <laughs> right, of doing it. Right. But uh, somebody, and I don't even know who came up with this idea, but it's such a great idea, uh, decided to have us all go out to uh, Brunel's Marina, mm-hmm. uh, have lunch at the boathouse, and then sail upon the Lady B. Now, as you know, over the last couple of weeks, with the increased rain activity, yeah, uh, the way the uh, wastewater treatment system in the uh, like at Bondi's Island works, the higher the water level, mm-hmm. uh, the more likely it is for the system to flush itself. Yes. Yeah, and you had the town of Amherst do that on uh, Thursday. Yes. They released a bunch of water. And they said, well, up until, uh, you know, uh, Saturday night at 7 p.m., the water's, I wouldn't swim in that. Yes. They didn't say it that way. But no. But they said it quite, uh, but yeah, it was disgusting. But they also didn't say, uh, don't take a boat out on the river in that same area after eating lunch. No, no, they didn't recommend that. But they, they, they're more concerned about you consuming the water or We're, being in it. Well, let's just say, yeah. and God forbid, I don't yeah. know if this has ever happened, someone was like tossed off the side of the boat or the boat got shipwrecked yeah. and uh or or sunk you know would we have then been exposed to tens of thousands if not millions of gallon gallons of raw sewage yeah hmm. Hmm. you know the uh, thing is but but, but we were on a safe vessel oh but, no we, listen yeah, they're we all professional yeah they're all yeah. professional lady b even if it is a 90 minute tour i know of no one who has been stranded as castaways in the middle of no. the connecticut river but on the other hand uh, there is something ironic about a staff outing uh, sailing aboard a river loaded with raw sewage don't let don't think that got lost by us well I, I i said that on friday i said you know what more accurate uh, event you would throw for rock 102 radio employees mm-hmm. than by putting them on a river full of poo yeah you think when uh, when Jesus walked on water, he said, "Oh, who who let the gates go at the uh, at the Jerusalem uh, sewage treatment plant?" 
<laughs> it stinks around here. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah. I don't know if the. I don't know if the, um, the the Black Sea was was angry that day. Listen, it wasn't. It wasn't a bad day. I mean, the lunch was good. Lunch was great. The boathouse. I had the. Uh, I ordered the most expensive thing I could probably find on the menu because the company was paying for What'd it. What you so. get? I got the lobster mac and cheese. I got the lobster roll. Every time it says market price, and I know the company is paying for it, that's what I go for. Oh, you said market price on the uh, on the mac and cheese. Too. Yeah, that's why I went for that. Yeah. Okay. Well, then you and I were thinking the same way. Yeah, because uh, that MKT means nothing to me. Is what it means <laughs> when they, when they, when the boss is paying for it. You know. Uh, but the, the the food was great, and then they're like, "Oh, well, you know, let's go on the boat." And then like half the people left. Did you notice that? Yeah. There's quite a few people that just walked away and said, well, I'm not participating in this nonsense. Well, Cohen bailed out, and a yeah. uh, few other people uh, skipped uh, the responsibility. But you know what? I think uh, overall, on the Lady B, apart from a couple of dead fish that were floating on top of the river yeah, and an occasional smell of raw sewage... Mm-hmm. It's a pretty uh, enjoyable ride. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't that bad. We could smell it more when we were pulling back up to the dock. It had nothing to do with the boathouse and nothing no, to do with the dock. It I just, think it was the wind, it, the downwind or whatever you want to call right. it. Uh, you know, we didn't smell it going the other way, and then, but we definitely smelled it coming back. Yeah. And it wasn't even near the dock. It was like kind of. Maybe like, a mile or two away. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we could see the dock from where we were at that yeah. point. But then at that point, you go, hey, what was that? What is that smell? Is, is that the smell of team building? I, I, it is. No, it's the smell of morale building. That's what that is. Because <laughs> we, uh, we all felt closer together after uh, sailing on human excrement. Well, first of all, did you catch the shocker in the preparation video? He was talking about where the, uh, I don't know, what was he talking Was he talking about where the, the life jackets were? I, yeah. I think, I think there's was. two in the rear. The two in the rear and, and then one in the front. One in the, the front. front. Yeah, it's the, it's the South Hadley shocker. That's how we do it up here. Yeah. Oh, that, my God. The last time I had two life-saving jackets in the rear was... What are you trying to say? Oh, what I'm trying to say is I went on the uh, SS Steam Pot of the <sighs> Connecticut River for a team building exercise. Even though as gross as it sounds, yeah. Yeah. we have had worse. Yeah, we have had we worse. We have had I told worse. You that one time we went and they promised us steak and it was like shoe leather uh, sirloin and, and like bad corn on the cob. I think there, I think there were also uh, grilled lobster tails. Yeah. That were grilled beyond recognition. No, no, that was from uh, a previous boss who cooked that. The one, the st- the place where we had the shoe leather steak was was a place that's now closed. It was it was a uh, I don't want to say I don't yeah no no I understand right, I'm trying to but, remember but it was it was a place that's no longer owned by this by the same people okay uh but the the meal was horrible it was a horrible horrible <laughs> meal and I'm like well this is pretty much you know how they treat this us is, here. this you is know, how this, we expect this is what we do and then uh, but the other thing you're talking about that was a previous boss that we had here who yes. thought it would be a great idea to go out and cook lobster tails on the grill. I thought he was some kind of a yeah. grill master. And the way he dealt with grilling was really interesting. He would put meat uh, on the grill and then walk away from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For like yeah. 
20, 30 minutes. Yeah, because if you wanted to enjoy a nice uh, sirloin hockey puck, you would get it from this guy. But then he, he put some meat on the grill. Yeah. I'm going to go make some calls. Well, we, we had we must have had a really good month or something. It was a good quarter or something that we something had like here. That. And he buys the lobster tails, and he puts the lobster tails on the grill, on a grill that's like 500 degrees. <laughs> And it was like it was just reminding me of my dad cooking that chicken back in the day. Right, blackened on the outside and bloody raw in the middle. Well, you get a raw lobster; it's obviously not bloody, but you could definitely tell it's not cooked. How many news stories do we do pre year of a fire that happened due to unattentive cooking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is exactly what we're talking about. That was the why. Guy. Why that thing didn't blow up in a fiery uh, in, in a fireball? I will. I will never know. What? Well, I told you I did that once. I walked away from the grill. Yeah. At a party. And I had my brother gave me like $200 worth of like venison meat, like uh, kielbasa and bologna and like all this stuff. He's like, you got to put this on the grill and grill it up. And so then people start coming over to my house for a party. Yeah. And uh, I'm like trying to entertain the guests. And after about 20 minutes, somebody goes, hey, uh, I think your grill's on fire. <laughs> And uh, the thing is, like, smoking up against the garage, oh, yeah. and uh, luckily there was a firefighter there who had to put it out, and I said, I'm sorry, I was just trying to recreate my Rock 102 morale building contest <laughs> that we had a few years ago. It's 622 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Treat your family to a world of action and test your tea and wedge game. Goodwin Park is just a short drive south of Hartford. Golf at this course, along with 10 others, for just 125 that's less than 12 bucks a round. It's the Rock 102 Golf Club, presented by Swing Oil Beer Company. For details and to purchase, go to rock102.com. 632 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rum Hyundai. Get to Gary Rum Hyundai today and get 0% financing on select models. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. The Springfield Fire Department was sent to 30 Hebron Avenue for, or Hebron Street, I'm sorry, for a house fire on Sunday. According to the fire department, eight people are now without a home and are being assisted by the Red Cross. One person was taken to the hospital due to smoke inhalation. The arson and bomb squad determined that the cause of the fire was a malfunction in the service panel. Is that a euphemism for something? Yeah, I've heard that before. Hey, sweetie, I think you got a malfunction in the service panel there, if you know what I'm saying. This never right? happened to me before, but I got a malfunction in my service panel. Do you think uh, Do you think firefighters show up when they do the estimates like that? I hey, if it's like a good-looking lady. Hey, lady, come here. You might have a little problem with the service panel here, a little malfunction action, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, Steve, I don't, I don't know if they, uh, if they behave in such a such a way. I think for the most part, the fire department is a very professional organization. For the most part, <laughs> well, I can't say everybody. I mean, that's that's kind of being too general. Speaking of the fire department, they were sent to Whittem Avenue on Sunday for a mattress fire, according to uh, Springfield Fire Captain Drew Piemonte. The uh, mattress fire was I out. I believe it's pronounced Drew Piemonte. Are you sure it's not Drew Piemonte? Yes. Otherwise, he'd be saying, oh, no, I'm, the mattress is burned. I'm really not making any firefighter friends this morning. No, you're not. No. Anyway, the uh, mattress fire was out when the fire crews arrived and there was minor damage from the fire. There were no inner injuries and the arson and bomb squad is investigating the cause of the fire. Somebody lit it. <laughs> well, we don't, I mean, you, you don't know that. You don't have like spontaneously combusting mattresses throughout the city of Springfield. You've, you've never had some uh, some romantic time where, you know, some sparks may have happened, uh, no. you know, something combustible. Uh, 
a little too hot in the sheets. You know what I'm talking about? A little fire action going on. There's something burning. Well, well, you have to a little uh, some sort of gratification. You never had that a little burning sensation down there. Nothing. Are you okay? Yeah, no, I'm yeah. just saying. I mean, yeah. well, you know, it may not just be yeah. about you know smoking in bed. Maybe it just be about starting a fire. Yeah, anything that usually burns on a mattress from Springfield requires some sort of antibiotic. I would, that's what I'm saying. It. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I know, I know where you're getting. It's not that kind of hotness, though. A lot of friction between those uh, low fiber, or low thread count sheets, and all of a sudden, this is uh, this is somebody spilled one fifty one rum on a mattress and then had their cigarette too close to it and it went on fire. Sure, oversimplify yeah. something. Well, Steve. I'm, ju- Go I'm, right ahead. I'm just I'm just guessing what might be happening there. Uh, in the last eight days, Springfield police have arrested forty four suspects in several in several incidents. With a combined 14 illegal firearms and 1,000 grams of fentanyl seized. The arrests were part of several investigations in the areas of Union School High and Temple Streets in the city that began following a double homicide on Wednesday, June 7th. Between fentanyl and uh, seized and the guns recovered, there's no question our officers saved lives during this operation. I'd like to thank the partners at the Mass State Police, Hamden DA's office, and the County County Sheriff's for their efforts and cooperation uh, during the last week. That's Superintendent uh, Cheryl Claprood. Officers were sent to an apartment around midnight on Wednesday, June 7th at the 200 block of Union Street for a report of two bodies. Both bodies were found with gunshot wounds. They were identified as 19-year-old Alexander Rodriguez and 40-year-old Kadir Moultrie, both of Springfield. Following that incident, Superintendent Claproot contacted state police, the DA's office, and the sheriff's office to conduct a multi-agency operation. And uh, 44 arrests made. And three quarters of them being released at arraignment, it's disheartening to say the least. Disheartening, but uh, good for them. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, they're trying to get the, uh, as uh, the superintendent put it, the bad actors. Mm-hmm. You're a uh, bad actor. I don't know how many of them actually act. I mean, well, none of them. Maybe are some of- go to summer stock, but I, I don't know if they, you know, are acting actually putting yeah. on productions. What is it, uh, Jacob's Pillow? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're <laughs> <out in> the <laughs> Jacob's Pillow. Yeah. The dancers at Jacob's Pillow. Well, we're trying to start up a uh, drug-addicted uh, repertory company, and uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, the uh, Springfield police arrested 11 individuals after an anti-John undercover uh, prostitution operation that was conducted on Thursday. The following were arrested and charged for pay for sexual conduct. Uh, in I've never than, heard of such a thing. In less than a four-hour span in the South End. Uh, I guess I could read all the names, but they have the uh, pictures of them. Uh, where are the pictures? They're on uh, 22 News. Let me take a look. Uh, let me take a look. Uh, yeah, I mean, just uh, these things can happen, of course. But uh, Oh, this guy looks like he wants a hooker. Uh, that guy looks like he wants a hooker. They all See, look like they want hookers. I don't know, Steve. See, when I look at the at their sad and dejected faces, I see a bunch of dudes who have had all the horny knocked right out of them. Yeah. And then this, uh, this young kid, 22 years old. Man, you got your whole life ahead of you. He's not. Uh, he's not like an awful looking dude. Like he well, could. He could easily get someone his own age. Yeah, but you know what? That sometimes requires a lot of effort. Whereas a whereas a a street prostitute does not require much effort on your part. Just requires like two tens or. Or four fives, yeah, <laughs> or like, whatever you yeah, can yeah, afford. Like a couple fives and some singles. Yeah, uh, yeah. The uh, on June seventh, Springfield police arrested two women during a prostitution sting in the high school Union Street area. Mm-hmm. 
the anti-John undercover prostitution operation was conducted by the... They just tell you who conducted it. The cops did it. Yeah. Multi-agencies did it, and they arrested these guys all because they wanted an H.J. You can't leave well <sighs> enough alone. You know, where where do you go? Where do you go if you want to get one in, in a legal fashion? You know, some, some of these guys may not have... You know, immediate access to, uh, you know, uh, social situations or, you know, what have you. And who are they hurting? I, I, well, that's the thing. It's like, you know, they're they're always saying, well, you know, because prostitution, then there's a high rate of drug use and you know, whatever. You know, like there, there's other crimes that it leads to. Mm-hmm. But I haven't heard of any of these that people get arrested that they're charged with anything else other than soliciting prostitution. Like, it's not like they're getting arrested and they're saying, well, you, and plus this guy had firearms on him and he had guns and all. You don't hear that from these sting operations. Right. When was the last time you heard that one of the Johns had something illegal on him? Hardly ever. Other than the fact that he was soliciting prostitution. Right. Now, here's a, for example, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to name names. You can look it up if you want to. Because I don't want to embarrass the guy more than he's already being embarrassed. Here's a 79-year-old man, okay? He's still, uh, you know, he still has needs. He still has wants and desires, but if he were to go and to say, name any bar in the South End. Uh, Yeah, I know. Okay. okay. And uh, he wanted to meet a nice lady. Well, he's 79 years old. You know, for some, for some women, he's off the menu at 79. I mean, it's it's unfair. It's not right. I mean, he's a reasonably handsome fellow, I suppose, for 79, yet uh, the options have kind of closed their doors on him. Yeah, well, I can see the old guy thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what? You're 79 years old. You've lived uh, more than half of a, a life that most people don't don't even get a chance oh, to. Oh, I'm sure he's got a, a life story to tell and, and uh, just curl your hairs. Yeah, and you and you, all you want, you want a little action. That's it. That's all well, it's a little bit, a little bit of lady love, a little bit of companionship, and then some cops got to come in and, uh, or, I don't know. or, or worse, you find out that the lady that wants to, uh, you know, give you a good time is actually a cop herself. Yes, she's a cop blocker. Exactly yeah. what she is. Uh huh. Nobody likes a cop blocker. A uh, murder suspect. There was something funny about the way you said that. Nobody likes a cop blogger. That's hey, argue with me. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. Anyone argue with me? A, Nobody uh, likes a cop blogger. A murder suspect on the state police most wanted list was captured Thursday after he rammed two police cruisers and attempted to get away. Oh, that might have been a mistake. Just gone to the College of Knowledge for a class and saying, "Listen, if you're on the run and you're most wanted, do not ram two police cars. Don't even go to the point where you're willing to ram one." The uh, suspect, 24-year-old David Lynch, was wanted for a homicide of uh, 26-year-old John Abreu Jr. DePina in Brockton last year. State police observed Lynch sitting in a BMW X1 SUV around 3 p.m. in a hotel parking lot in Middleborough. As troopers approached the vehicle, Lynch allegedly rammed his SUV into the two police cruisers and drove off onto Route 44. State police attempted to chase after the suspect but lost sight of the vehicle. At around 3.05 p.m., troopers learned the suspect had crashed his vehicle into another car at an intersection in Raynham. The other driver was seriously injured in the crash. She was taken to a Boston hospital for her injuries. Lynch and another passenger uh, ran away on foot but were caught by police. They were taken to a hospital for injuries. Police allegedly found two firearms uh, in the vehicle. The passenger, 23-year-old DeMarjorie Taylor of Chelsea, is facing gun possession charges following the incident. Isn't that a thing? 
the passenger gets charged with the gun possession, even though it might be his. Yeah, right. You know? You could either say, here, hold this gun. Yeah, you hold on to this. Well, what am I supposed to do with this? Just hold on to it. And if the cop asks you whose it is, it's you yours. say it's yours. Yeah, okay. Okay. Okay, honey, I will. <laughs> but she loves him. Yeah. She's oh, going to yeah, go listen, back to him. You know, yeah. he's a good provider. He was uh, added to the state police most wanted list after a homicide in Brockton on November 2nd. Uh, November 2nd, police say a dispute occurred between Lynch and the victim when Lynch allegedly pulled out a firearm and shot and killed the victim. But now he's in custody. Uh, your Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be uh, mostly sunny with a high of 79. Tomorrow, rainy with a high of 76. It's 56 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 651. And Pearl Jam with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be, let's see, it's going to be sunny today with a high of 79. And then tomorrow, rainy with a high of 76. It's 56 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, This week on Baxi's Musical Podcast, my guest is uh, Cherry Vanilla. Since uh, the 1960s, she's been largely known as a uh, high-profile groupie. But she's a hell of a lot more than that. She was a member of Andy Warhol's factory, starting a couple of his stage and film productions. She was the publicist for David Bowie during his first tours of the U.S. She was a fixture at Max's Kansas City. She's written books, and she also uh, released a couple records with a band uh, that uh, included Stuart Copeland and Sting of The Police before they became famous. Oh, Fascinating stuff. Her uh, her book, Lick Me, is, uh, was released in 2014. And it's a really cool interview brought to you by ZM Home Buyers. You can find that interview on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and rock102.com. So I, uh, I uh, on Friday night, I volunteered to DJ for the uh, the uh, eighth grade class at, uh, at Gateway Middle School. Nice. Yeah. 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 And, uh, you know, I, I had done it for my daughter's class, and then I had also done it for my, my youngest daughter's class at the elementary school. But I'm not, like, I don't want to become, like, the go-to guy for right. that. Like, I, I will help out when I can. So when I made a deal with, with, with the teacher who asked me to do this, uh, she's like, hey, are you available this night? And I said, listen, I'll come there with the equipment. If you want to have, like, a couple of high school students or something, run the music. Because here's one of the reasons why I got out of the DJ business. It's not, it wasn't just that it was scheduling things on the weekends. Yeah. But it was like losing touch with modern music. Like I can't, I I don't keep up with that. And the younger crowds that you have, you, you there's more of a disconnect there on trying to figure out what they like. Dude, well, all you need is the yeah. cha cha slide, and that's pretty much all well, the kids you, care you, about. But they but they don't. They like a, it, there's a there's a variety of tastes that they have. A lot of it is you know Taylor Swift and all that stuff, and they were right. you know going nuts over that stuff. But then, you know, some of them come up and make requests, and, you know, I had to go back and check the list of songs that were upcoming because these kids were typing them into the thing. And they all, they all did a great job. There was sure. nothing, nothing wrong about that. But it was some of the, the ones that try to sneak one in there. Yeah. So I'm over. I walked away from the DJ table while a couple of students were running all the stuff. 
and I and I'm over grabbing a water, and I'm talking to uh, a couple of the teachers that were standing there. Okay. And this young man comes up. He's you know dressed in it like he's he's all decked out for this. Uh, I guess you'd call it a semi-formal, but he's all decked out. He's got a suit jacket on and everything. He's got glasses. You know, kind of like Ducky in uh, <laughs> Pretty in Pink, right? Yes. So he he comes up and he's like, uh, "Hey, could you could you?" Could you play this song for me? And he's holding the phone so the teacher doesn't see it. Right. And I looked, and 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 the teachers are like, "What what's what's going on there?" And I and I'm looking at the thing, and I said, "No, absolutely not. I am not playing that for you." What was the song? It was called "Slut Me Out." <laughs> but the way the kid was trying to hide it from the teacher, wait a minute, like, like I was going to violate the rule, and then you know. How old is this kid? Probably 13 years old. Yeah. Uh, by NLE Choppa? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. Uh, it was just the way he did it. Like, yeah. Like, dude, the answer is going to be no e- either way, but at least you tried to hide it from the teacher <laughs> so she didn't see the word slut me out written on the phone. All right. I'm just uh, I'm just looking at the lyrics right now. Just yeah. call them up. I know. <clears throat> Good try, kid. Yeah. Good try. Because uh, yeah. you're not 15 words into this thing before you've already got an f-bomb in it so there yeah, was a, good try there was a couple of there was a couple of songs that i had to skip through because <laughs> that kind of started happening because again <laughs> and see that's that's the thing about why i don't want to do this dj thing anymore because i don't know the lyrics right. i don't know and some of them that say explicit aren't necessarily explicit they just might have yeah. a, might have a, a a swear word in there okay. or something. But this yeah. particular track, yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. looking at it and I'm I'm yeah. I'm laughing inside because yeah. I can't imagine like a twelve. I can't even imagine a grade school dance in which that song would ever possibly be acceptable. Listen, man, I used to listen to my brother's. This is how I got into you know comedy. My brother had the Andrew Dice Clay album. He was 16, I was eight years old, and yeah. I would steal the tape and listen to it when he wasn't there. Sure, inappropriate things that kids shouldn't be listening to. I'm not going to be the one who encourages it. <laughs> but it just goes to show you that these kids are getting into all kinds of stuff yeah. when, when, you, when you, nobody's watching. Well, I'm going to download uh, Slut Me Out by NLE Chopper very, like right after the show. I'm going to play that in the car. Are you going to? Yeah. With the windows rolled down. Play that wicked, wicked loud. Yeah. Uh, rip off my shirt if you love me. Uh <laughs> Spit in my face. What? <laughs> yeah, what? what? The, the more I'm going into wow. this, the more it's like, wow, this kid's got... The fact this kid even thought he could sneak this by you really shows this kid was... He was testing your oh, very limits. My God. I Every I, single line of this thing I, is offensive. Yeah, we can't even... Re, we can't even, like, paraphrase it. It's it's so uh, it's so bad. I didn't actually read these lyrics until just now. <laughs> yes. I like... I like this one. I can kind of dumb it down. Put your butt in my face till I get pink eye. <laughs> and that's the cleanest line. That's the, it's the cleanest line. <laughs> good try, young man. Mm-hmm. Good, good try. Very good, sir. It's 657 with Bax and Nagle on Rock 102. GG Inks. Scream. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 7 and ACDC with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. It is uh, going to be uh, fairly sunny today with a high of 79. Tomorrow, rain showers with a high of 75. It's 57 right now in downtown Springfield. What a joyful delight to welcome back 
<clears throat> longtime broadcaster, Scott Cohen, to the studio. Good to see you, pal. It's good to see you, too. You know, I, I know a lot of things because I've seen a lot of things uh, yeah. back, so uh, here we go. <laughs> Way to skip out on the uh, boat ride. On the I know. You boat. guys, I told you, I had, an, I had a legitimate reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not that I didn't want to spend time with you guys. We we had lunch together. Well, I, yeah, I sat I sat with uh, with you and the boss. Yeah, I don't know how I got roped into that, but uh, I sat with you and the boss. I sat away from you guys. You did, yeah. 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 He's good, good call. He sat on that with one. the phonies, and you were you sat away from the phonies. I sat with the blue collar folks. You did. Yeah, the workers. Yeah, the workers. The workers. Yeah, the busy bees. The greasy unwashed <laughs> yeah. members of our staff. <laughs> right. But uh, yeah. actually, no, it was, it was a, a nice time, and and this, in spite of the fact that uh, the river was full of. Poop. 30 million gallons of uh, raw sewage is actually a very nice day. Yeah, I asked uh, first thing I asked you guys when I came in, could you could you really get a did you get a little whiff? A couple of times on the way back, I think it was just the wind and on the way back you could smell it a little bit. Sure. Yeah. It wasn't like overpowering, but I think in any normal day you wouldn't smell it. We were we were just talking about this off the air. It happens all the time. Yep. There's so much sewage going into that river Every day, you know, when they get when you get heavy rains like this, any time you get heavy rains, the thing overflows. And I, know I see. I didn't, and I heard you report that on the news. <laughs> I didn't know that, but it, yeah, but that's what it's a, the normal yeah, the, course of things. The system yeah. actually works like it's supposed to yeah, by like dumping that much, much sewage into the into the river. Yep. And so when all those people are actually swimming in it, you can say, "Oh man, that's what a good choice that is." This this is just uh, fodder for the twenty two news crew to talk about right. something. What they saw, we saw poo floating in the river. It was crazy. <laughs> well, that's why you find out about stuff. It's not it's not that uh, a lot of the things they talk about on the on the air and and that they write about have been going on forever. Yeah. But they just didn't have you know before the internet, man. We were we were all we were in the dark, and now we now we know yeah. stuff. We actually had to work hard to find out stories. We had to work hard to find stuff out. Now, thank God we don't have that anymore. It's everything don't. is simple is just clicking on a computer or a phone and boom we're all there but i'm again but i'm sorry that i didn't go on the on the boat ride yeah, portion I don't, I don't think you're that sorry anyway uh <laughs> let's talk about sports here for a minute sure. there's, there's a situation going on with the uh, the patriots the cornerback jack jones yep was arrested at logan trying to uh now this is this is where i i i, I scratch my head trying to take two guns aboard a flight <laughs> on his in his carry-on luggage I traveled two weeks ago worried about whether I uh, my bottles of shampoo were too big. Right. And this guy is, uh, you know, trying to bring on uh, two guns, two guns, none of which he has identification for just or like, paperwork. None of it. How how does that happen? I mean, and never mind the fact that he's he's a he's a professional athlete. They travel all the time. Yeah. They know they know the drill. What? What escape mental patient brings two guns on an airplane yeah. with, as we just talked about earlier, all the stories you've heard? How many times has something like this happened before? They know about it. Well, here, here's the crazy part about it. Uh, when John Morant was uh, right before he was suspended yeah. for 25 games for waving around a toy gun. You know, here's Jack Jones Blabby, showing up at, at Logan with a couple of flapping guns. Flapping his lips. Right. Flapping his lips, being very critical and saying, hey, dude, you know, you know, you know let's let's see. You know, you're the moneymaker. Let's uh, let's think uh, responsibly. And what he's done is worse. It's of a course it's worse. Who? Tr but again, who brings two guns on an airplane? And, you know, listen, he 
I so when I heard that story, I'm like, well, they must have had gun locks on them, and he thought that that was all right, and this and that. I mean, that dude, that is just it's it's mind boggling. It's unconscionable. Yeah, you're just a complete moron, <laughs> right? Well, the, the crazy part about it is, I mean, yeah, it, it's it's stupid, and and you know, obviously, you've seen other stories where someone will say, I didn't even realize they were in there. This is about the size of a duffel bag or a backpack, and he's got it in there. There's no way he didn't know these guns did, are in. Did you, That's for checked luggage. That's not for the seat in front of you it, or the overhead compartment. It, it's for checked luggage. I, I remember, you know, I, I've done a lot of traveling in the last 12 months, and I walked up to the uh, to the counter, and there was this guy at, you know, at uh, down down the way one one slot, and he was, he was a responsible gun owner. He had, like, this, uh, like, armor plastic, case mm-hmm. and he he opened it up and he showed it to the to the uh, the flight person there m- made sure can I do this you know I mean he went through all the steps and listen I'm I'm not a I'm not a gun guy I don't own a gun I got nothing against them but that's just not my thing right so when I so I was kind of turning and looking and this guy went through chapter and verse and I mean that's the way you're supposed to do it and meantime this chucklehead walks on an airplane with two guns in his duffel bag Sorry. Yeah. Well, you can't have it both ways. Go, direct, you, you, you go directly. Your your yeah. get out of jail card has been taken away. Now it, the the, uh, the NBA fined John Morant thirty thousand dollars for this. I wonder what the there's a part of me that wonders what the NFL will do to Jack Jones. I you know I think I think in some ways the even though it happened after the fact and you you know you're supposed to learn when your fellow professional athletes you know get their ass in a sling yeah. like Morant did. Um, I don't think it's probably not the same because he, I, he, he really did just make a really bonehead move. He, you know, he wasn't brandishing a gun. He wasn't pulling no, a gun but, on somebody. But, but Scotty, he just the NFL, and I, and I know this for a fact, the NFL hires when a guy is drafted and this is, he's only, you know, Jones is only a second year player. When they're drafted, the NFL hires consultants. Yep. That when these guys get drafted, they are required to sit with a consultant that explains everything, everything. they need to do. A, a, a good friend of mine is one of these consultants. Everything they need to do, yep. uh, financially, uh, morally, by the law, all these things, yep, uh, the, the economics of, of how to uh, you know not waste all your money as a football player just running into money for the first time in your life. Yep. All of these real important <laughs> lessons right that these people should that these guys have to know right this isn't this is a guy that sat through those things and chose to ignore it yeah you, you know he did back listen it's a long suspension right I'm sorry it should be a long suspension you think he should get suspended over this he's coming back from uh team activities with guns huh. in foxborough what is he doing with him? He do, he's not didn't have any of his identification. Didn't have an FID card yeah. with him. Right. He did everything stupid. Yep, stupid, wow. and that winds up being a reflection of the team, and it, it winds does. up being a reflection of the NFL. No doubt, he uh, should be it, kicked it, off completely. That's wow, wow, yeah. But I'd hate to, I'd hate to be have you on my jury. Well, I mean, it's it's heavy handed, but the moment you start to give a guy a little bit of leeway in something like yeah. this, then all of a sudden. You know, then you have guys thinking, well, then maybe I could get away with it. Maybe, right. you know, yeah. I, maybe I could uh, you know, right. handle a one game suspension. Yep. 
I, I I listen. If you the way you position it like that, I'm I I can't argue with you. Wow, you've changed your mind. I've changed my mind. Look at that. Yeah, We're well, mind changers. How about that? I, I actually may have had a good argument yeah. on something. Yeah, you what did. The hell's, what the hell's that well, all about? Ding ding. No more calls. We have a winner. <laughs> yeah, good job there. There you go. Uh, U.S. Open was pretty yeah, exciting, but I got to tell you, man, one of one of the uh, and again, you know, guys, I love golf. Uh, play it, watch it. I can just you know, twenty four seven. Uh, Father's Day is Father's Day weekend is always awesome for all the obvious reasons, but the but the icing on the cake is always the fact that the U.S. Open is Father's Day weekend, right? And every dad just wanted to be left alone to sit in your own filth with a with a bottomless glass and watch the U.S. Open. And yesterday was a oh my gosh a great 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 tournament great great final round. Um, Wyndham Clark, who came out of friggin' nowhere, you know, bested Rory McIlroy, who's, you know, Rory's just, he's the face of the PGA Tour. Right. He was the biggest uh, vocal opponent of Liv. He was on TV all the time. He's he's he, he's the, one of the greatest players in the world. Uh, just didn't have enough to come. Hasn't won a major in a long time. This guy hung on. He didn't. And then the big thing was Ricky Fowler, who was the crowd favorite from you know from Thursday's opening round. You know, is he finally going to you know get a get a major title right. and re- recover from from the doldrums that he's had? It had everything, and you know, and and the night it had a sentimental story. I guess that kid's mom passed away from breast cancer mm. recently, so it it had it had everything. I don't know if you uh, saw this Father's Day story. The Atlanta Braves had a uh, <laughs> was going to do a Father's Day celebration they had one of their players the the uh, uh, charlie uh, culberson his dad was going to throw the first pitch i heard yeah in, in the game I, and I heard it's all this. set up and you know culberson's you know, dad was getting all ready to go hours before the game starts they uh, they assigned the kid <laughs> to the minor leagues exactly. just before the game Whoops. starts the dad is already there wait i don't even know what the dad knew at that point that his kid had been uh, you know assigned to the minors and it wanted to be in another dad from another player that wanted to throw out the first pitch instead. Oh, that's oh, no, what brutal, a, that's man. Brutal, man. At least, at least wait a couple hours how before you send that, the kid how down. How much practice did that dad do leading up to that game, thinking like, I don't want to screw this up? He's probably been sitting there for like weeks. two or three weeks, weeks trying to get you know make sure he can throw a ball straight. <laughs> exactly. All right, everybody, hit record on the VCR. I'm gonna be on TV. <laughs> yeah, that. He's, yeah. T- he's telling all his buddies at the bar. That hey, make too. sure you're watching the Brave game this yep. week, and I'll be throwing out the first. He's pitch. never gonna talk to his son again. He's like, you. Loser, you just couldn't hold it together for two weeks, and before you got sent yeah, down yeah. to the minor league, you, you couldn't manage You're more worthless. than a two forty-seven lifetime batting You're average, worthless. could you? There you go. I kid. knew you were a loser the minute I laid eyes on you. <laughs> and Red Sox, Red Sox, Yankees. Hey, yeah, can we uh, can we face the Yankees more often? Down? That was it. that was a good weekend. Absolutely, absolutely. The Red Sox would be in in first place in the American League Central, and that's who they're going to play. The Twins. Uh, the next four games. They got a seven game road trip, I think. So see what happens in the next week. Yeah. Huh. Not Hopefully gonna, they'll blow it. Not gonna print playoff tickets yet, like I said in sports, but they're uh they're I, worth I, looking at. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't start you know <laughs> making plans in not October yet. at this point. Not Hopefully they'll yet. crash and burn typical Red Sox fashion. Hey, oh, there that's you enough. Now you're looking at it. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to the positives. <laughs> uh it's good to see you. We'll talk to you next It's the Rock One O two Golf Club, presented by Swing Oil Beer Company. For details and to purchase, go to rock102.com. 
734 with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Western Mass Masons, your preferred contractor for foundations and chimneys. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Uh, thanks, Bax. Oh, you're welcome, Eight Steve. People, or the Springfield Fire Department was sent to 30 Hebron Street for a house fire on Sunday. According to the fire department, eight people are now without a home and are being assisted by the Red Cross. One person was take to, taken to the hospital due to smoke inhalation. The arson and bomb squad determined that the cause of the fire was a malfunction in the service panel. Again, that sounds like a euphemism for, uh, like, you got something. Uh, like, yeah, it looks yeah. like you got a little uh, grease on the undercarriage. You uh, know what I'm saying? Doctor, I think I got a little uh, malfunction in the service panel, if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. A little malfunction in the hot box over there? Hmm? Looks like I may need a new fuse. Yeah. Hey, you want to light this fuse? You can do that. <laughs> you may have to go snoop around the fuse box. Uh, traffic alert. Road hug. The Mass Department of Transportation, uh, or Mass DOT, uh, announced the westbound traffic on I-90 in West Springfield will be detoured due to scheduled work beginning on Saturday. Well, was that Saturday just the other day or Saturday this or this Saturday. coming Saturday? According to MassDOT, from 11 p.m. on Saturday to 6 a.m. on Sunday, all westbound lanes of I-90 will be closed for bridge repairs, and traffic will be detoured off the highway at exit 45, which is West Springfield. Wow. You're going to close the pike from West Springfield to the border? That's, uh, that's, a, that's a mess. That's a long time. Uh, drivers who are traveling through the affected area should expect delays, reduce speed, and use caution. I guess it's good I don't travel at nighttime. Well, I mean, you kind of do. Yeah, but not, I mean, I don't travel that way. Yeah, no, you go, you, you got to alternate routes, but still. Uh, in the last eight days, Springfield police have arrested 44 suspects in several incidents with a combined 14 illegal firearms and 1,000 grams of fentanyl seized. The arrests were part of several investigations in the areas of Union School, High, and Temple Streets in the city that began following a double homicide on June 7th, uh, according to Superintendent Cheryl Clapperwood, between the fentanyl seized and the uh, guns recovered, there is no question our officers saved several lives during this operation. I'd like to thank our partners at the Mass State Police, the Hamden DA's office, and the Hamden County Sheriff's Office for their efforts and cooperation during the last week. We understand this is not a, a panacea, but our uh, proactive and reactive responses have been extremely effective. Of course, uh, many of these... Uh these individuals will be back on the street tomorrow when the court resumes. Yeah, but you know what? The uh, law enforcement did their part. No, they definitely did their job. Don't get me wrong, but uh, still. Still? What? I, it's the, the court system, the most but it's the, the court system. You I can't know, change that. But it's, not the, it's not the cops' fault that most of them will be released because the court system is all out of whack. Well, we, we just kind of like to keep uh, people employed in this city. Well, Can't keep cops employed if you don't release the criminals back out on the street as soon as you catch them. No, well, actually, believe it or not, uh, new criminals, really? new brand spanking new recruits uh, take to the streets. Yeah. Now, no cop wants to see the same old people, you know, committing more and more crimes. No, like, but when they see people. one on the street, they're like, hey, what are you doing? And he goes, I'm keeping you employed, pal. Yeah, I don't think a cop responds very well to that. And, and, and probably shouldn't. Uh, people across the country this weekend celebrated Juneteenth with cookouts, parades, and other community gatherings. Juneteenth is a historic day in American history. Civil rights activists believe that celebrating and memorializing the holiday reaffirms the country's quest for equality. 
Over the years, Juneteenth celebrations have expanded uh, across the country since the day uh, they became a national holiday back in 2021. Yesterday afternoon, the Springfield Symphony Orchestra presented a Juneteenth concert at Springfield Symphony Hall. And that was like open to the public and all that stuff, too. So it's Juneteenth. Is uh, is our office open today? I mean, are we uh, maybe we're working on Juneteenth Day, and uh, well, it's a f- you know, I'm as I'm I'm I as interested in equality as anybody else. I mean, I don't. I mean, federal holidays we don't necessarily get the day off for. I mean, Columbus Day is a federal holiday, and we yeah. don't get that off. What other federal holidays have we worked on? Well, uh, Labor Day, we get off. Yeah, we get off that. We get yeah. Memorial Day off. Memorial Day, Fourth um, of July. Fourth, yeah, Fourth of July, and uh, then uh, what else? Well, uh, you know, either Christmas or New Year's, uh, or the day after, depending on what the company decides. And uh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, we you know we definitely get uh, some of our days off. But you know, I made the case last year to a previous boss. I said, "Listen, are we working on Columbus Day?" And he said, "Yes, you are." I said, "Well, that's that's too bad because I have, uh, uh, you know, a deep desire to celebrate, uh, you know, indigenous peoples and uh, and the sacrifices they made by colonization of Europeans." And uh, he didn't uh, he didn't buy that. He didn't uh, buy it. No, he I, wasn't I, wasn't believing you, was he? I made an impassioned plea that you know we should have the day off, you know, because of what has happened to indigenous peoples during the colonization uh, or, and uh, age of exploration, which, of course, Columbus was a part of. Didn't work. That didn't work out still for had you. Surpri- I'm still surprised. had to work that day. I'm surprised that didn't, uh, that didn't grease the wheels enough yeah. for that guy. And you know, here, here we are, Juneteenth, Juneteenth Day. I can make just as an impassioned plea on this. You could, you could did try. We get, did we get Martin Luther King Day off? We do now. All right, thank we, goodness. We didn't for the longest time, and then things changed back in, like, 2016, yes. I think, or something, and then well, all of a sudden we started having Martin Luther King well, Day off. Good, as we should. Well, we need Mother's Day off, too. Well, that's typically a Sunday. Yeah, but you have it a three-day weekend. Ooh, yeah, I know you're talking. And then, uh, you know, with the Juneteenth thing, you could have had a three-day weekend uh, with this. You got uh, no problem with that either. No, I don't. I, we, I, I am in support of recognizing any federal holiday. I also think that uh, the day after the Super Bowl should be a federal holiday, you know, giving been, us all a chance to sleep in. We've been barking up that tree for uh, way too long. But the problem is, then you lose uh, advertising money for the people who like you know do talk shows and want to talk about the oh, Super Bowl, Jesus. what just happened. Yeah, I suppose it's yeah. always about the, you know, that's what it also ultimately boils down to. It's not about uh, you know whether we believe or uh, celebrate uh, the sacrifices made by uh, by people along the way. But whether or not we can make money on that day? Yeah. 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 I guess we could. Uh, well, it's all about money, isn't it? Isn't it really Ultimately, what it yes. comes down to? Yes. It? I'm just trying to find this uh, this other story. Take that your I time. Had. I will take my time. There's nothing really I got uh, going on. You know? Oh, yeah. I'm doing that golf tournament this morning. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah, going that sounds like fun. the uh, West Springfield Boys and Girls Club. We're over at uh, Tacoa Country Club. Yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna be I'm gonna be heckling people. You donate some money. Yeah. Th- this is how I think it works because I've seen a TikTok video about it. You donate some money, and then if you want me to heckle you, uh, I will heckle you while you're trying to take a shot. Actually, if you miss the shot, then you don't get like a raffle ticket or something like that. It was my understanding that they pay you. 
to stop heckling. Oh, is that what it is? It may be. You know, I don't even know how. I think works. it's a it's a better thing. It's more fun if they pay you to shut up. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, but then, but the, I was worried about like insulting people who didn't want to be a part of that. Well, yeah. then, then that's too bad. That's just the way you do it. If you don't want to get insulted, you pay, you know, ten, twenty bucks right away. So here, uh, shut up. Yeah, but I mean, there are some people out there who are just there to enjoy a day of golf and yeah. support the organization. Well, you're so there to some... lo- you're there to lobby or verbal abuse. Yes, but not everybody wants to be subjected to that. Well, then they can pay to get you to stop. I don't know how it works. I really, I, I, maybe I should have asked for more details. I think paying you to stop has more benefit than have, than paying yeah. you to insult somebody. They just said, Steve, can you show up with a Borg, the blackout rage gallon? Yeah. And we'll oh, yeah. Good, we'll have a good time. It's a great idea. See, because if you're there to insult people. Yeah. And you're paying. And I have to pay you to insult me. Guess what I'm going to do? You're going to. I'm not going to. No, I'm not going to pay you. I'm not going to give you any money. But if I got to pay you to All stop, right. then now you're talking. That's the way to make patch. Well, it'll be interesting to see how this thing pans out today. You're going to have a blast. Well, we'll take some video. Dude. If you're not brained in the head with a nine iron or something bigger, maybe like a four or a three. Although yeah. I can't hit a three, then maybe, uh, then maybe you could make some big money. For this, uh, for this cause. I bet you I could make some really good money for this cause. What's the cause? Uh, it's the Boys and Girls Club of West Springfield. Boys and Girls Club. Perfect. Yeah. Yep. Okay. That's a great community service. So, you, you know, you support the money that way. Man, you should rip people to shreds today and oh, then I'm, charge them to stop. I'm going to. <laughs> there you go. I'm going to. Great. You're uh, I'll be a lot of ball washing jokes. Oh, yeah. Probably sure. That, yeah. Know, practicing your putts. Things like that. Yeah. Golf like puns. Holding your shaft. And yeah. the good thing is golfers go through all the time, so I could repeat the material as they go oh, through. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No one's going to go to the same hole twice. Yeah. Uh, your Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be uh, mostly sunny with a high of 79. Tomorrow, rainy with a high of 76. It is 59 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, yeah. Are you a fan? A true fan? A loyal, I never give up no matter what fan? Or are you a stats fan? A tenant? Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock, 751, and Tom Petty with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It is uh, going to be uh, mostly sunny today with a high of 79 tomorrow, rainy with a high of 76. It is 59 right now in downtown Springfield. Big Bonk and Smoke is uh, back this Wednesday, June 21st. First at the log cabin. Tickets are still available. Come enjoy a great night out. Beautiful views off the side of Mount Tom. Your admission includes three premium cigars from uh, Drew Estates, from a cigar room to an Aguam. Good cigars. And uh, an event t-shirt from GG Inc. Screen Printing and Embroidery. And a premium food spread that includes hors d'oeuvres, dessert, and dinner. Details, tickets are all available at rock102.com. They can also be purchased in person at the cigar room to an Aguam. You can even bring your own cigars if you really want to. Cigar smoking is not a safe alternative to cigarettes. You must be over 21 with a positive ID tenter. It's the Big Bonk and Smoke, June 21st at the Log Cabin, brought to you by Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements, Aqua Pump, and Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Well, you heard that. Now hear this. Now hear this with Bex and Nagel on Rock 102. <laughs> you know, during a Father's Day game at Fenway Park on Saturday... Foul ball got hit into the stands. Yeah. The uh, fan that it got handed. The fan that got it handed it to a little boy who was sitting with his dad and older brother. He threw the ball 
back onto the field. <laughs> Here are the very surprised play-by-play announcers. The older brother is instantly upset, and the dad has to quickly hug the younger one while also trying to console the older one. High fly down the left field line. That one cruising for the corner. Oh, no. Ooh, no. Did little bro ruin the moment? Threw it back. Little bro threw the ball back. Are you kidding me? Oh, no. Oh. Hey, bro, you remember that Father's Day back in 2023 when you cost me a foul ball? This is a Father's Day. Oh, we got to see Never this. to be forgotten. Yeah, and then a little while after uh, <clears throat> boy, a little while after that boy threw the foul ball back onto the field, devastating the older brother, one of the Red Sox broadcasting crew went up into the stands to interview the family. They got some cool stuff from the Red Sox to help quell through the tough Father's Day moment. I've got a Kenley Jansen signed ball and um, a Kenley Jansen signed jersey. You, you're able to make a, a, a fantastic memory out of this, but I mean, yeah. what's going on with Charlie now? Well, he, he was very excited to get the ball, but so excited that he made a nice throw out to left field, and um, his brother was a little upset, but we're, we're recovering, and uh, everyone's being so nice our friend Mike here is the one who uh, gave us the ball, so we're awfully grateful to everybody for being so nice. Hey, that's not a yeah. bad take. Seems to me everybody made out even better. Yeah, so if I were, you know, the older brother, you know, when he brings this up years from now. And he will. Yeah, and he will. He'll be like, dude, we got like $500 worth of merchandise from the Red Sox. What are you complaining about? <laughs> got got a much better deal out of this. Absolutely. I uh, he would have He should have no beef. From this point on, yeah, and you know what? Um, I think based, I think based upon the approximate retail value, of what you got, mm. you'll you'll shut up for a little bit. Uh, a Philadelphia high school graduate was denied her diploma while on stage during graduation for dancing before receiving it. Here is uh, Hafsa Abdur Rahman talking about what happened and why she believes it was unfair. I understood the rules, so I was telling in the video, I'm like, she, like, do not say nothing because I want my diploma. I knew and understood what we were supposed to do. If they thought that I shouldn't like do the gritty across the stage and do the girls' high traditions, nobody should have been able to wave or blow kisses yeah. or do period signs because I feel like that's the same thing. You know what? It's a graduation ceremony. I know it's supposed to be... Uh, sanctimonious and, and all that jazz, mm-hmm. but you're a high school kid. They're going to yell at their friends. They're going to act like uh, they're excited yeah. that they're leaving high school. Just just, and give, you're gonna, the, just give the kid the diploma and yeah. be done with it. Well, in a follow-up statement, the school district says they do not support the principal's decision to withhold the diploma. Yeah. That was like one of these, well, I'm not giving you the diploma now. Well, everybody else is blowing kisses and throwing their hats up in the air. Yeah, okay, so... Uh, so the four years I spent at your stupid little high school have all been ruined right. because of like a half a right. second of, right. of acting up? Please. Yeah, kind of dumb. Uh, Lenny, a 111-year-old lobster, was released back into the Atlantic off Long Island to spend his remaining days in the wild. He'll be dead in like two days. I know. Why wouldn't you just keep him in a tank? Lenny's a local celebrity at an area restaurant's mascot in the South Shore. Here are the two police officers who took Lenny out by boat and released him back into the ocean. We're going to send him out to the Atlantic Ocean where he can be back with his family for another hundred years. He says, can you bring an extra life jacket down to the dock? And I said, for what? And he, he said, we're freeing a lobster. And I said, well, the last time I checked, he doesn't need a life jacket. But he's part of it. We know for a fact he's not going to be eaten. At least it's not anytime soon. <laughs> Hopefully he doesn't get caught again either. So Lenny, 111-year-old lobster... Back to the wild. Hopefully another 100 years out here. On behalf of Tad Hempstead, Lenny's released. Yeah. You know what? Bye, Lenny. There's a reason they put these two cops on a boat together. <laughs>
Yeah, listen, these guys are uh, they are not exactly crime well, stoppers. You know, you know what? Uh, they might be good at what they do, uh, but they're a little too chatty. Yeah. So you put them on it. Listen, you two are on boat duty. Kind of like those two sheriff's de- deputies we saw on the Connecticut River on Friday. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we value your work so much, we're going to put you in the river of poo, and you can st- spend an hour all day talking to each other. How long has this, uh, this lobster been the mascot of this one restaurant? For years. For I, years. I remember talking about this like 30 years ago. Do you think that this lobster has any recollection of what things are like down at the bottom of the sea? Most of the people he ha- most of the other lobsters he hung out with have already been yeah. in this tank and been eaten by what? now. When did they put a Dollar General down here? I don't, he rec- I don't recognize I don't any of this place. Place. Man, this thing has changed so much, I hardly recognize anything. You know, I took my car into the mechanic. He said I blew a seal, and I said, fix my damn car and leave my private life out of this. <laughs> that one never gets old. No, it doesn't. It not. really doesn't. And uh, let's see. There's one more I want to play for you here. Okay. Uh, oh, two moms in the Detroit area are saying that they found box cutters in their kids' McDonald's Happy Meals. Here are Dawn Parrott and Kayla Almashi talking about their strange experiences. She opened up the box looking for the toy, and he was getting the two-year-old set up, and she turned around, looked at him, and held it out and said, Dad, what is this? And I understand accidents happen. It's just a, I need to know how this happened exactly. I was blown away. And my baby, like she always says, Mama, will you open my toy? And so she went to give me the toy, and when I grabbed it, it was a box cutter. Wow. That's a pretty cool prize. Yeah. Actually, that's even better than the toy the kid was going to wind up playing with. Well, when they went up to the window, did they say, uh, do you want a toy for a boy or a girl, and what age? And she said, uh, from 9 to 11. <laughs> okay, uh, here's a box cutter for your Happy Meal. It's the Happy Jihad Meal. It's the 9-11 version. <laughs> yes, yes. The, with the box of, cutter of inside. Course. Of you course. You can't take that on a plane with you. No, you can't. No. But it, but at least there's some utility with a box cutter oh. that the toy you would normally get in a Happy Meal just gets to wind up being you know, lost under the under the, the couch. And you, and it'll be found years later. Yeah, right. Yeah. And that, the kid will never see that toy again. You're uh, Actually, I was going to give you the forecast, but I don't need to do that. That is it. That's Now Hear This. Uh, it's 7.59 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Golf. 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 8.13 in Boston with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Sunny today with a high of 79. Tomorrow, rainy with a high of 76. It's 59 right now in downtown Springfield. Yeah, I don't know if uh, if you're aware of this, but there, there's actually quite a lot of people that listen, listen to this show. What? Yeah, I know. It, it, it was kind of a surprise to me when I heard about it, too. Anyway, uh, I'll, I'll get to why I'm saying that in just a second here. Uh, over the weekend, uh, my wife and I went to uh, went up to camp, went up to the uh, the uh, the camper up in uh, in uh, New Hampshire. Hunting camp. Yeah, that's right. Well, we weren't uh, hunting. Oh, we fire. were just going up to camp. And, uh, and you know, it, it rained all day Saturday. You know, I mean, we knew the weather was going to be great, but we figured, you know what? Uh, on those weekends, we, like, second-guess ourselves. Yeah. We should just go because sometimes being there is a little bit better than just being here. Right. So to get out of that rut, we went up. And uh, one of the things that we wanted to see uh, in uh, at, at Hampton Beach was this this sandcastle uh, competition. Now, well, wait a minute, Hampton Beach or Walmart by the Sea? Actually, no. I I tend to refer to it as Chickabee by the Sea. Oh, okay. It, it, there's something to be said. <laughs> well, by is that, it the Walmart Chickabee Walmart? Well, Chickabee Walmart. Yeah, well, I've been yeah. to the Chickabee Walmart, yeah. and it's uh, you're yes. not wrong. Yeah, right. You're not yeah. wrong at all. And. <laughs> 
and uh, there's seagulls eating meat there too. Yeah, I, exactly yeah. right, and and which they consider to be free samples. It's right. kind of like going to the, the Costco at BJ. <laughs> it's the pigeon. It's the pigeon's <laughs> Costco flying around picking off pieces of sirloin at a Walmart. Mmm, <laughs> this is good. Ooh, tater tots. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so we go, and the, the sandcastles are like, there's probably like 15, 20 of them. Yeah. And they're amazing. And it's, you know, it's pouring out. And you think, well, you know, how many people are going to be there? There's plenty of people hanging yeah. around that boardwalk area. And all these people are looking at them. And, uh, I mean, just, they're just like amazing pieces of, of art. Yeah. And I posted a bunch of, uh, a bunch, a bunch of pictures. And you know, I'm walking around looking at the sandcastles, not, not watching where I'm going. I'm walking through puddles. I'm like knee deep in the in, in. I'm just we're just soaked, and it's it's getting cold because right on the on the ocean. And we yeah. said, well, let's uh, okay. So we looked at all the sandcastles. What what to do next? We're both hungry. We go to uh, this little restaurant called the uh, the Boardwalk, mm. which you're not going to guess where it's at. It's on the boardwalk. It's on the boardwalk. No way. Huh? Yes, nowhere near the sun, but under the boardwalk. So we go, right? And we're just minding our business, trying to dry off a little bit. We have umbrellas, but you know, it's so windy you can't even you can't even open your umbrella without it you know going Turn. inside out. Right. So they were pointless. So we're just completely uh, and utterly drenched. So we sit down and we're ordering our food. And there's a family that's like right next to us and uh, or behind us, I should say. And this woman says uh says, Oh my god. I can't believe you're here. My mom and I listen to your radio show all the time. What? I'm like, I'm in the middle of uh, New Hampshire yeah, for quite a lot. Two hours away from you know where I'm sitting right this very moment. And uh, and so she, she she just said that she was big fans and that her mom was supposed to be joining us on this trip, but uh, they couldn't make it at the last moment. And we want to know if we'd take a selfie and i'm saying yeah, absolutely not a problem it took a took a selfie and uh i believe her name was rachel i may have that wrong i think her husband's name was eric i may have that wrong too they're from south hadley and i just want to say thank you very much for coming by uh, for stopping by and uh, and oh. saying hello well there you go but here's the weird part about it if this happened here mm-hmm. let's just say it happened uh at the fort for example i'm just, I'm just throwing a restaurant out there let's yeah. just say it happened at the fort and someone recognize me from this show wouldn't be seen as a big deal there probably a bunch of people that knew who i was at that particular place right this woman uh realizes who i am and she comes up she wants a selfie and we're making a scene in the middle of this restaurant Mm -hmm. you get all these people in this room going who is that who the hell is that guy Yeah, yeah what's he doing and I'm I'm wearing like that that rock 102 rain jacket that we got oh right for uh during the the holiday party and it it worked great so it's the only thing that I have on me that identifies that I might possibly work for a radio station. But all these other people are looking around around like, who is this who guy? Who is this? Why Why would you even want to take pictures of a random stranger? That's when you make something up. Yeah. And you say you're some, uh, I don't know, like uh, you're some famous uh, yeah. actor. Like, I'm, that, the, uh, I'm the drummer for Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Or you're a, you're a Norwegian actor. Yes. You've been in uh, several hit films, but only in Norway. Yeah. But, but, yeah. but only in action, right. action adventure films. Because look at me. Well, look at you. You get recognized in different so parts, we, of the, parts of the New England. I, it's, it's, you know, it happens from time to time. Mm-hmm. And I'll be out of the area, and someone will recognize me because they're out of the area, too. And it's like it's not that I have a problem with it, but it's like 
it's like the last place I would expect to be seen by anybody. Yeah. In the rain, at the ocean, in New Hampshire. Well, I told you that time I took the road trip down to Florida, <clears throat> and then on the way back, we came up through Georgia. Yeah. And then came that way, like through Tennessee and all that stuff. Uh, yeah. You're basically coming up like I-81 that way. And uh, as I'm driving along, uh, we're, it's just me and the kids in the car, and I'm driving along and I see this motorcycle uh, with Massachusetts plates on it. Sure. And the guy's face is covered in, like, soot from the highway. Like, that's that's that would be the one thing that would, like, not I would not want to have uh, be part of, to be part of. Riding your bike on a highway and all that exhaust and everything yeah, coming out of your awful. face. And then uh, it turns out I knew the guy. Oh well, no, kidding! Yeah, it's this guy huh. Keith I know up in uh, up in Greenfield. I did his retirement party uh, a few years ago, and uh, there he was riding the open road out in the middle of Tennessee. What and the? A, I mean, how? And obviously he was uh, he was riding his bike. So he, uh, I, th- I don't know. One of us texted each other and said, "Hey, were you just on uh, I seventy, whatever the hell it was in uh, Tennessee? Yeah, how about that? <laughs> we, we recognized each other." From thirteen hundred miles away, it's weird. It's it's a, it's a, it's a total bizarre thing when that happens. It's weird seeing somebody outside of your regional area. It's it yeah. like it's totally bizarre, and, and and the thing is, it occasionally happens from time to time. We went to we were in Newport, Rhode Island one weekend. We decided to, to get away yeah. in Newport. Now, granted, when you're like in downtown Newport, it's there's thousands of people milling around yeah. that town, and sure as shinola someone says hey Bax," and i'm like either i know them from high school or i know them from the show yeah. and uh, i it, obviously it was a listener because i i did not have any recollection of this person at all See, so it's be, weird you'd be more apt to uh run into like bob dylan or you know somebody else famous down there yeah in Newport. but not someone who's like you know moderately regionally recognized yeah. like me well look at you Mr. i know big shot huh? i know yeah I mean, I, I didn't, you know, offer to pay their meal or anything like that. We could do anything crazy like that. Do you do you have a shirt to keep your big ego covered? Uh, no, I, uh, I actually have a very tight fitting hat that does that. Oh, yeah. is that so? Hey, yeah. you know what? I, you know, you know where I ate over the weekend? Where a Chili's was nothing else available? No, I was outnumbered by children. Oh, uh, I, yeah. But we yeah. went up to, after that uh, community band festival thing yeah. that we went to, uh, My daughter, one of my daughters had her friends with her, and uh, you know they wanted to go roller skate, and I had some passes for interskate, but I was hungry, too. And I said, hey, uh, do you guys want to go? Well, where do we want to go? We wanted to go to that uh, Texas Roadhouse. Okay. Right. That was like, you know, right there. But then the line, you could see the line out the door. I'm not going to, I'm... Uh, Chili's has no line. Which shouldn't have surprised anybody. Which, but this was up in Hadley. And I got to say, Chili's is actually pretty good comparatively to other chain restaurants. Oh, I, I'll agree to. with you. I'll agree with you there. Um, I had the, the chicken fajitas. What? The chicken fajitas. I believe it's called fajitas. Okay, Mr. Marquette, uh, trying to correct me again, yeah. but it's fajitas, and uh, it was it was delicious. Did you ever have a sloppy fajita? <laughs> yeah, actually, I, I have. Stuff it with sour cream. Yeah, and, uh, like, and almost like too, but like too much stuff has yeah, been inside too, of it. Yeah, yeah I lots know. Of, yeah, too much stuff stuffed inside that fajita. Yeah. Hey, here's yeah. a question yeah. for you. Yeah. You ever been to the, uh, the, the roadhouse on like Allen and Cooley? Years ago, okay. The last time I was in there, yeah. That's yeah, not too far from Hamden. So if we ever go to a roadhouse, 
it's usually that one. Although I've been in the one in Hadley, same kind of deal. I've never been to the roadhouse in which that parking lot outside isn't completely jammed full. Yeah, yeah. And yet when you go inside, it doesn't look that full inside. I mean, sometimes it does. You go like like, like a Friday, Saturday night at 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock. Yeah, it's going to be jammed. But like on a Tuesday at 4.30. Yeah, but are people parking there for the overflow parking for the Burlington Coat Factory? or What do you think? You think they're there for big lots? Yes. Don't you think you'd want to park a little bit closer to the door? You'd think you'd want to, but you don't have to. (laughs) No, you don't have to. And maybe you you don't want to be... Maybe you, you don't want to be stigmatized by by being that close yeah. to the door of the big lots, and you go to the the lot at the at the uh, at the uh, the roadhouse. It's been a while since I've been to a Texas roadhouse. That's kind of why I wanted to go. Yeah, and then I got outnumbered by two. Well, I was like, okay, what about Chinese food? Because I think there's that there's a good Chinese food place up on Route Nine up there. I believe there is. Uh, right before you turn up to UMass, mm-hmm. and then, uh, but no, no, they wanted to go to Chili's. Oh, let's go to Chili's. I'm like, God, you kids like horrible things. What a weird thing for a child to say. But you know what? Uh, it was actually pretty good. The I, last time I was at Chili's, yeah. I was not disappointed. I actually thought it was not bad. For the the, the, the type of meal that you get for the, like, yeah, it was like 18 bucks, for, but you got a lot. Sure. I'm getting to that age now where I'm proportioning uh, how the portion size... T- does the portion size match the yeah. price that I'm paying for it? Me, meanwhile, we're st- you and I are both ordering yeah. the market price off the menu at the boathouse. Oh, they, oh yeah, I know. Well, somebody else is paying you know, for when it. When somebody else is paying for it, <laughs> I will order whatever. There's like that time we went to Max's uh, Tavern uh, with the two bosses years ago. Yeah. And I'm like, I will have the most expensive steak with all of the stuff on top of yes, it. Yes, that's what yes. <laughs> I think it came to like $90 just for that one portion. That was great. Yeah, yeah, good times. It's 825 in Rock 102. It's uh, 828 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, Going to be sunny today with a high of 79. Tomorrow, not so nice. Rainy with a high of 75. It is 61 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, tomorrow on the show, Warren Haynes from Government Mule will be joining us. Uh, he's got a brand new, uh, I don't know, is a brand new record out or something like that? I can't remember what the... Yeah, it was brand new. Yeah. It just came out this week. Uh, if it sounds like we interviewed him three months ago, then just go with it. Yeah, we didn't. Uh, this is a brand new interview. Yeah, right. Uh, that uh, is happening tomorrow, and you'll hear it uh, right here on Rock 102. It's going to be sweet. We got news coming up next on Rock 102. You found your forever floor, refreshed your decor, and colored your world. And we were there. Now, Allied Flooring Paint and Design announces a new level of wall-to-wall inspiration as we team up with budget cabinets in Agawam. Transform your kitchen and bath with affordable, quality products from our sister store next door. Allied Flooring Paint and Design and Budget Cabinets. One stop, endless possibilities. Learn more at alliedflooringandpaint.com. Spring into action at Leah Toyota Wilbraham. With construction almost complete, their bonus allocation of new Toyotas are arriving daily, giving you the best selection they've had in years. Go see my good buddy John Kupek. He's the general manager over there, and right now you can trade in your vehicle and take delivery of any in-stock new Toyota, and you'll receive four years of complimentary maintenance. That's right, four years of complimentary maintenance, and as always, Instant credit approval is only a click away. All credit applications will be accepted. Everyone drives at Leah Toyota Wilbraham. 2145 Boston Road or 24-7 at leahtoyotawilbraham.com. 
Your favorite neighborhood bar's patio is now open for the season with delicious food and cocktails, kino, and live music. Maple Leaf Pub, Arnold Street, Westfield. Check them out on Facebook for weekly food and drink specials and live music lineup. Hey, welcome. Welcome, neighbor. Let's get real. Unlock your potential with a Bank ESB Get Real Checking account. When you're always on the go, you need a bank that doesn't hold you back. Well, can you say no fees? That means no monthly account fees, free mobile banking, and free online bill pay. Plus, you can get a cash bonus when you sign up. Visit your local branch or bankesb.com to open an account today. Free yourself from fees with a Get Real Checking account at Bank ESB. Unlock your potential. Member FDIC. 8.30 with Baxton Nagle and Rock 102. It's time for news. It's brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Go to Gary Rome Hyundai today. Get 0% financing on select models. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagle. Thanks, Bax. I was, uh, it was pointed out last hour that I talked about Juneteenth, but I never said exactly why it's a national holiday. So now, are, you requ- are you required to tell everybody why? I guess some people don't know, so I have to, uh, I have to tell them why. So okay. I will do that. Well, I was going to do that. Uh, okay, ready? Yes. This is the history of Juneteenth. All right. On January 1st, 1863, President Lincoln signed the Emancipation Proclamation, an executive order amid the American Civil War. The proclamation uh, declared that more than three million slaves held within Confederate states, quote, are and henceforward shall be free. However, freedom would take some time to ring across the country as rebellious Confederates fled to Texas with over 250,000 African-Americans held captive under illegal slavery. The weight of proclamation wouldn't reverberate across the country until over two years later on June 19th of 1865. Major General Gordon Granger and the Union Army troops marched to Galveston, Texas, to inform the last of the enslaved African-Americans that they were freed and the Confederacy lost the war. Hmm. Uh, June 19th, 1865, has since largely been remembered as Juneteenth, the day America finally upheld one of the founding fathers' promises of liberty for all. Oh. And it took almost 200 and something years to make it a federal holiday. Well, there you go. And yet, uh, I know plenty of people who have uh, today off. We are not among them. No, no. It's just, uh, I don't know why we don't get that off. Uh, I'm not sure either. But uh, I would think that if... You know, you're going to have some other federal holidays off that should be included. You would think. You would think. Springfield police are investigating a downtown shooting that left one person with a gunshot gunshot wounds. Uh, Ryan Walsh, a spokesperson for the Springfield police, said officers responded to a shot spotter activation and calls from people at a nearby outdoor restaurant near the 1600 block of Main Street at about 6.30 p.m. to investigate gunfire, only to be redirected when a shooting victim showed up at the emergency room of Bay State Medical Center. Hey, we were looking for you. Here you are. Wall said the victim was brought to the hospital in a private vehicle just minutes after the reported gunfire on Main Street. Investigators believe the two incidents are linked. Wall said the victim's wounds are considered non-life-threatening. Witnesses at the Student Prince and Fort restaurant on nearby Fort Street said dinner was disrupted when four shots rang out and police vehicles converged at the scene. The incident remains under investigation by Springfield police detectives. This was... uh, Yesterday? The hell of okay. a father. Somebody had a Father's Day dispute out on Main Street. You know how families can be. Sometimes, uh, you know, while, while all the intentions are to have a nice meal together, yeah. sometimes things go left. 
Uh, not everyone may know that uh, Ward 3 counselor in Westfield, Ralph Figgy, grew up on a poultry farm in Ohio that raised chickens and turkeys. You're right, Steve. I, I did not know, know that. that uh, I had no Mr. idea. Mr. Figgy about that? No. Uh, this may have been a factor when he was approached by concerned residents in his ward who wanted to keep chickens but are not allowed to in Westfield under the current zoning uh, and animal control ordinances. Figgy decided to propose a zoning ordinance uh, change that would allow chickens on more properties. Uh, Viggy said, currently chick- chicken, currently chickens are only allowed to be kept in rural residential zoning with a minimum of five acres, uh, adding that a lot of people are currently... You know, these stupid ads that pop up in the middle of the story. Mm-hmm. What is that all about? I don't know. Why this ad? Stop seeing this ad. Anyway, they want to bring chickens to Westfield. You know, I'm. Uh, I can understand how like some neighbors may have a problem with chickens. Mm-hmm. You know, roosters uh, crow in the uh, early parts of the day. Uh, there is a long history of uh, chicken ownership in the Baxendale family. Did you know this? No, I did not. Know yeah, that. my grandfather used to sh- had uh, show chickens. Show chickens. Yes, he had chickens that he would show at the Big E and other fairs around. New England and Massachusetts. Really? Yes. He had prize uh, chickens. Now, what does the uh, breast of a show chicken look like? Very supple. Oh, I bet. Very supple. I bet. Oh, yeah. He had uh, he had hens. He had roosters. He had uh, roosters that were maybe called other things. Well, uh, who's having sex with the rooster? They're all having sex with the rooster. That's vice. Yeah. So uh, they were eggs. And in fact... Uh, next to my dad's house, because uh, you, you, my grandparents, my uncle, and my dad all lived like on the same property. That chicken coop from the, the early part of last century still stands today. Uh-huh. Doesn't have nearly all the chicken crap that it had in, uh, say, like the fifties and sixties, but it's still there. It's still there. Still there no in great chi- shape. No chickens in it. No, haven't been chickens in there in, in years. Why don't you sell it? Because it's not. It's not really a movable structure. Everything is movable. This is a right huge amount, chicken coop. With the right amount of ingenuity. Uh, this is almost the size of a small house. And okay. it was just for the chickens. And now, my sister has chickens. So it's been passed down from one generation to another. Uh, I figure out that way, uh, you know, you could rent that out to, to like, humans. Yeah, you very small humans. Well, you're in the Boston metro area. That's, uh, that's More a or steal. Less. Fifteen hundred bucks a month. Yeah, to stay in I, a chicken coop? I'm sure people would love to live in the chicken coop, but I don't really know uh, if it's uh, if it's livable space. Not I, very. I'll, I'll tell you what, it's not very roomy. You know, I know Mr. Figgy, and he's never taken my advice. Really? Yeah, like when he runs for you know to be the counselor, mm-hmm. he has to put on his campaign signs getting Figgy with it. Does he really? He should. Huh? Why wouldn't you? I'm trying to think of a way to incorporate figgy pudding. I was trying to think of that too. Yeah, like I like figgy pudding. Putting these ordinances right in the faces of the <laughs> people of Westfield. Yeah, right, right. Vote for figgy pudding and a cup of good cheer. Yeah, yeah. There you go. That was that. Uh, that was the pudding thing. Was the Bill Cosby thing? Yes, I like pudding. Putting my, you know what, wherever <laughs> I want to. <laughs> that kind of thing. Well, uh, there you go. I could I could be a campaign advisor. It could be, you know. But I understand the need and desire to have uh, chickens. The eggs are better. The uh, the chickens are better. Everything's better well, when you get your own chickens. You know, 
I, the, the people locally selling eggs, mm-hmm. I was buying these, uh, you know, because I'm, I'm always complaining about the price of the eggs at the grocery store, upwards of $7, depending on which ones you want to buy. Right. Uh, so I'm like, but I still like fresh, fresh eggs. And that's, you know, one of the perks about living out in the country is that there's uh, there's farms all over the place. You can go grab uh, fresh eggs. Mm-hmm. They got these uh, these Mennonites in town that uh, I was always buying the eggs from. Yeah. Went up to six bucks. The Mennonites are price gouging? Yes. Men of God? What? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Listen, it costs money to have chickens. Yeah, but is you got to feed the, the chickens. You got to you bathe them. But, I believe you got to you know, educate them. But did the inflation reach the guy who doesn't have to pay a delivery driver to deliver those eggs? Listen, like maybe okay, fine, the feed goes up, but by how much? When it comes to the economy, Steve, everything is connected to everything. So let's let's say the price of fuel goes up. Yeah. Well, you know that chicken farmer is going to have to find a way to uh to to move his wares, move them eggs. They got to be moved. You got to have. You got to put up the money for the fuel, you know, or, you know, let's say uh, he's got to uh, do maintenance on the trucks, the, the egg trucks. Yeah. Well, you know what, Steve, it all boils down to can the farmer afford those kinds of expenses without increasing the price of the eggs? Where's the egg truck coming from? There, he's walking from the barn to the from the coop all right well to the, okay to, but, uh, maybe he washes them off okay maybe maybe there's some cost related issues going on there yeah well i mean it all caught like if it's if he's using soap or some sort of uh, yeah. detergent on the eggs some sort of scrub daddy a uh, scrub daddy yeah. well you know those things don't come cheap you like the scrub mommy that's got the soft and the hard side to each side of it a bigger mouth in it yeah well Scrub mommy's always got to open up her mouth. That's right. Yeah, always yeah. flapping the gums around uh, the dirty dishes. Uh, I just I just don't see the... I, I think that is like a, a jump in cost that doesn't need to be... You done. don't know what his overhead is, Steve. You don't know. Maybe the price of chicken feed has gone through the roof. Yeah, but, I'm, but here's the difference in grocery store eggs versus uh, the local farmer eggs. The grocery store eggs have to be shipped from somewhere. They right. have to be collected. They have to be washed. They have to be, you know, all nice and dainty, uh, you know, go into the, uh, the, 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 the chicken, uh, whatever that is, that mega chicken. You've seen those yeah, houses yeah. where they're just like stuffed in cages. Yeah. 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 Slaughterhouses. Yeah. Slaughterhouses. And they're getting all the, they're getting all the eggs from the chickens and, uh, that costs money. You know, you got a whole, that costs a lot of money. Yeah. But if you're, you're the, the farmer and chickens are your side thing like your side hustle yeah did it really cost you that much because you didn't have to pay any of the other people in there for the for the you know the delivering and the washing and all that stuff you're just throwing them in a box and putting them inside your little shed the egg man's got to make money steve and you know what uh putting food on the table uh is expensive and you can't just eat just eggs it's bad for the cholesterol are you the egg man goo 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 no, I am the walrus. I am the yeah. That's right. I am the walrus. That's right. Uh, I don't know. I just don't. It, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. A lot of things don't make a lot of sense to me. Mostly because I, I'm, I, I'm just trying to explain you know, basic economic theory to you, Steve. I, you know, it, it's it's like uh, it's it's not that complicated. And I don't know if I should take uh, number advice from a guy who doesn't really know much about numbers. It's conceptual. It's not even numerical. It's it's really about the concepts of a, of an economy. That if if. If prices and other things go up, mm-hmm. you know, then then maybe the price of your egg production goes up as well. And the only way to sustain a business that way is to pass 
the price on to the customer, mm, i.e., I th- a guy like you. I don't think the Mennonite inflation is as bad as it is with the. I, I don't know if you're qualified chain. to say. I think I am qualified to say. All right, you'll be that way. But you're going to be paying a lot for eggs. Well, maybe I'll get some chickens. I'll uh, see what the yeah, price is. Yeah, you'll probably is. go broke because you don't even know how to figure out the eco- the economics of the whole thing. Well, I'll sell my eggs for uh, for five fifty a dozen. Five fifty. Start doing the competition with the, uh, the yeah. Mennonites. Yeah, but then all of a sudden now you're driving the price down. You get all these farmers all pissed off at you because now you're taking food off their table. I don't think I'm taking food off this guy's table. Listen, if you're going to go in a price war with, yeah. other, with Mennonite farmers over eggs, you've got to be willing to fight the fight, mister. You can't go half-assed into that business. A guy, it's a cutthroat industry. It is a cutthroat industry. But you know what? I'm going to win. <laughs> All right. A guy named Isaiah, Isaiah, Isaiah Jones used to work at a gas station in Tulsa, Oklahoma. We say used to because he's definitely been fired for this. Back on Monday, June 5th, he texted a friend named uh, Aliyah Locke and asked her to rob the place so he could go home early. He actually didn't ask her to do it herself. He told her to find someone to rob the place, so she did. She recruited another friend named Stephen Jones who showed up with a note that says, give me all your money or I'll shoot you. Stephen and Isaiah have both have the same last name, Jones, but they're not related. Isn't that weird? That's strange. He left with a bunch of cash, but cops tracked him down and arrested him three days later. Then he ratted the other two out. They arrested Aliyah the next day and found the text messages on her phone. Then they arrested Isaiah last week. All three are facing charges. This happened down in West Springfield years ago. I would go to this gas. I work overnights at the Choo Choo Yard. Yeah. And at like 3 o'clock in the morning, I'd go down for a coffee at the, uh, it was like the Sunoco station on the corner there. Sure. With the, with the car wash and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And this place had gotten robbed like three times within... Like two weeks. Damn. It turns out it was one of the employees having his friends rob the store. So he could go home, close up shop? Because there was nobody in there. There was nobody in there at that time of the morning. Oh, yeah. You know? know, One time I walked in there, he's like, I just got robbed. And I'm like, looking around, and I'm like, you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Uh, The cops are on their way. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, here's my coffee. Here's my here's my dollar fifty. Yeah, that'd be a buck fifty, please. Yeah, but that that's what the guy was doing. He was trying to trying to either get out of work or yeah. maybe uh, you know make himself rich on the side. Well, I don't know how you're rich you're gonna get from a cash register at a gas station, but uh, give you a couple hours of fun. I anyway. guess. I guess. But you know, in today's uh, in today's world, that guy would have been fired no matter what just for trying to bag out early. See, in the Steve Nagel College of Knowledge, I would tell somebody take all of the scratch tickets, scratch them, and go cash them in at other locations before the lottery finds out and shuts off the uh, the access to the tickets. Yeah, you could do that, couldn't you? You'd need a team of people to do it, though, because you're going to be scratching all that stuff yourself by the time. Yeah, you your finish. fingers all be all be gray by the end of the day. Yeah. I saw some TikTok video where there, people were putting hand sanitizer on a scratch ticket yeah. to remove the stuff off the top. Does it work? In the video, it works, but I'm yeah, also well. not willing to waste money on yeah. something, uh, you know what I mean, to, to find out that if it does or doesn't work. I would try it on one ticket first to I, see. You know what I would do? I would like get a dollar scratch ticket, yeah. scratch off just enough to see if you won, and then the rest of the stuff... You'll try it with the hand sanitizer to see if it works. Because sometimes these people online tell you to do something as a prank and make everybody do it. Yeah. So then you screw up 
whatever you're doing. Do you ever see any of those videos, uh, you know, what's the life hack that, uh, you know, you now you, you're doing all the time? Ever see one of those videos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, you ever try some of those things? They don't work. They work for certain people. For certain people, sure. But, you know, but if you have someone who's, you know, scratching tickets using hand sanitizer and you find out that it you know, not only destroys the card, but you can't even submit it because it's all gummed up and nasty. Yeah. Well, then, you know, what's the point? There really is no you point. Got, I mean, <laughs> I'm not doing that. Yes. You're, uh, it's only pie. Monday, huh? I know. It's only Jesus. Monday. Hey, you know what? I'm only here for two days. Yeah. Well, Today hmm. and tomorrow. And Marty I'm, is going to be uh, yeah. here with me Wednesday through and, Friday. And I'm ditching you. Yeah. Well, well I'm sure we'll have a way of uh, dealing with it. Uh, your Pioneer Valley forecast. Today, sunny with a high of 79. Tomorrow, rainy with a high of 76 at 61 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah.